Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back, though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Survivor News Edition, Episode 197. Can I have your beads? I serve as your humble and also oh gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of Survivor News. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, the Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And like always with our Survivor News Edition, you can follow along on our audio podcast on video. Head over to YouTube and type in Bryce Isaiah. Subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think. Your baby boys are back. I am joined this week Wendell Holland from the winner of Ghost Island, Jack Atkins from Netflix, The Circle Season 2, and myself. We are breaking down another great episode. Survivor is really doing their thing on Season 34. We are getting a lot context of who these castaways are. We get a beware advantage. There's so much going on. So I am so excited to break this episode down with your baby boys. And don't forget next Wednesday, Bryce and Win Present is heading to Houston H-Town. So get your tickets. They are available in the link in my bio of Instagram, Twitter, 
or you can head over to the Bryce and Win present page on Instagram and get all of the information of the Bryce and Win tour. We are hitting Houston. We are hitting Philadelphia. We're hitting DC. We are hitting Boston and we are ending in LA for the finale. So listen, we will see you along the way, but let's get it popping. Let's start this Survivor News. And we are back this week with your Survivor News Recap Season 34, Episode 2. I am joined by none other than the man, the myth, the legend, a.k.a. everybody's dad, Wendell Holland, the host of the Wendell Holland YouTube page. Okay, we're not going to do that this week. Let me just enter. Let me listen. You can't. First of all, I I didn't even introduce you yet. So you're not supposed to talk. Everybody's dad, host of the Wendell Holland YouTube page. You might see him on HGTV. You might know him from Edge of Extinction from season 40. Ghost Island winner. (laughs) (laughs) Wendell Holland, welcome back to Survivor News. And listen, we are getting close to October. He's back from the dead. You might know him from season two of the Netflix show, The Circle. I'm not sure if your floor is water. He also was on the floor is lava. He's currently in his senior, senior year at the University of Chicago. He may or may not be recovering from a hangover, but it's all good. Let's welcome back to the potty cast, Jackie Hackins. Woo! Uh, and I got something for the posse today. There was a there was a lack of buffs last time, uh-uh. so you know I got them on me. But uh-uh. you know I like to keep the buffs in a little. You know where where, where do you guys think they are? Keep them in the tuck. I don't know. Uh-oh. Buff in the tuck. Oh 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 oh! Not on the leg. On the leg. <laughs> Keep on guessing. Keep on guessing. Jack, I am. <laughs> he got a leg full of buffs. <laughs> I may be hungover, but I got the buffs on. <laughs> got the Jack for the Jack Shack in the comments. I sent Jack the comment. I said, listen, Jack, they said where the buffs at. And Jack came through. He said, I'm going to give you a little thigh action. Jack yeah. is Mr. November in the Zaddy calendar. And he does not know how to act. Before we get into this recap, which I thought was a very juicy, juicy, juicy episode, you know your baby boys are on tour. And this time next week, we will be in Houston with Danny's wife, Kiki, with Ozzy, with Michaela, with Davey, with Sharia, with Elizabeth, with Jolanda Jones. Nick Wilson. Nick Wilson. Michaela. Michaela. Jackson. Jackson. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, JP, John Pierre from ACTV, my boy. Oh, oh. Cliff Hogg. Oh, Eric Abraham. Oh, Ozzy Lust. Oh, oh. Kiki's husband. Kiki's husband. Did we say Davy Armstrong, Rickenbacker? Da- where is <laughs> Davy? Did we say Ashley from the ocean? Oh, okay. Ashley Nolan from 
Survivor. Survivor. <laughs> 35. 35. Now, here's Hillers Hustlers. Yes. And Bryce, guess what? What up? I got a little secret too. Oh, whoa. Oops. Whoa. No, both of y'all, chill out. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not going to reveal it, but I got a little secret for Houston too. That's all I'm oh. saying right here. You well, heard it first. Listen, I got a secret for Houston too. Oh. oh, so listen, the, the Houston tickets are going, so make mm-hmm. sure you get your Houston tickets. And listen, it, what's that JC's, Jay-Z saw? Give me an encore. Do you want oh, more? Oh. Cooking raw with the Brooklyn hey, boss. Oh, they oh, do oh, that oh. with Limb Biscuit. Yeah. Okay, listen, then we are coming home earlier Ooh. this season. We are coming home, Bryce, and when present the homecoming, mm-hmm. okay, October 19th, get your ticket, because last time we came to Philly, Philly showed out. Didn't they? So uh, it is going to be an amazing time. So make sure you don't miss it. Okay. I see a lot of people in the comments like, oh my God, I didn't know y'all was in my city. Well, listen, we hear H-Town, then we're going to Philadelphia. Then I believe it's Boston. Then it's D.C. Then it's La La Land. Then it's giving L.A. Bryce and Wimp present the L.A. final. The only finale you need to be at if you asking me. So (laughs) as Bryce was saying, and I wanted to add to this, any reality stars come to our party. Like y'all are all invited. So come to our parties, wherever we are. Um, even if you got to travel, we want you there. So um, this is your, your invite. Yes. Well, we are back. Okay. Now last week we had Jack moderating. And um, the people said. The people was in the comments talking about free window. Okay. Jack, they said we put window on spring break because we didn't want the commercials. But I didn't see any bad comments about my moderator. No, uh, you no, you did your thing. We'll, and we'll let a little wind shine. We'll let, <laughs> uh, no, I'm playing. Jack will be back moderating. But you listen, we try we try in different formats, okay? We want to give the people what they want, what they need, what they deserve. And that's why Jack got the buffs on his thigh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, listen, this is a, a really good episode. So when Deezy take it away. Do you guys think that they're going to be 90 minute episodes going forward? I think I next week's that. episode is an hour, but yeah. Oh, but they I need like to just throw us off with, with some, some longer yeah. ones. Well, well, I, was, I, I appreciate it. I mean, I don't, this is why I don't. Because Earth? on my season, they did the two hour one and two people got <laughs> going in, in the next episode. So I wish I was on this season. I could have had three episodes. <laughs> yeah. They got three and a half hours in on you already, Bryce. <laughs> They definitely did. I am I'm sad, but get excited for next week just to see who will be joining me and my illustrious third boot club. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get started. Let's get right into the episode. We are on the Fessy, the Yellow Tribe. This is after Mariah goes home. They come back to camp and they're there. And all of a sudden it starts pouring on them this night. It's a bad night for them. Rain on me. No, won't you take this pain on me? And they, okay, yeah, enough. And it seems like we we see them huddling. It seems like they don't get a lot of sleep. The next morning they wake up. Sammy's like, we need a new roof. Gabler is explaining how he's. This is what day three. Yeah, Gabler's like, man, I've been through a lot. I'm, I'm I'm struggling out here. And apparently he's a big guy. I didn't see that he was. I don't know how big he is, but they say he's a big guy and he's he's wearing down and they're worried for him. Uh, it looks like he's running out of steam. 
we see him like laying down while they're building stuff. So I thought that was foreshadowing something. Maybe maybe a Gabler vote out. Maybe a Gabler quit. S- something. Ooh. Yeah, I thought it was a Gabler something as well because one seeing the rain took me back to my Kagiyan days and I remember when we had a typhoon come through and that rain ain't nothing to be joked with it like when you are soaked your body everything and then all you are doing is waiting for the sun will come out tomorrow that's a lie uh because the sun did not uh but I gonna be honest mm. when Gabler is having these uh, uh, Oh, oh, okay, okay. All I'm all I kept thinking in my mind was, but y'all said Mariah was weak. That's all that I kept saying in my mind. Mm. It's true. When I was out there on those tough days, tough times, when I'm hungry, when I'm whatever, the thoughts that came through my mind out there, I was like, this is what I signed up for. I've watched people go through a lot worse. And this is this is what I came here for. And granted, during the moment, it's very tough. It's hard. But sheesh, they on day three, four. Do you want more? Right? I know Bryce didn't make it that long, but jeez <laughs> Louise. So, yeah, I thought that was some kind of foreshadowing. Maybe maybe if they go to tribal tonight, you know, it's going to be Gabler. I don't know. But we had that. Then we jump over to the Red Tribe, the Bessie Tribe. And... We have Dwight and Jesse. They're looking for idols. They're talking about the pairs on this tribe. It seems like there's a bunch of duos on this tribe. Justine and Noel, Cody and Neck. Jesse says that Noel and um, Noel and Justine clicked early. And he also says that although he's with Dwight, it's like he's not sure where exactly Dwight fits in. Mm-hmm. But then he also says like he compares Dwight to he says Dwight is his island wife. Bryce, any thoughts? <laughs> You'd love to be in there, huh? Give me my pong frong ring now. Uh, um, I do, Jesse. I do solemnly swear. Uh, no, I really like this. This I, I didn't get really much of Jesse. I know I, we heard his story last week, uh, but I think this episode for me and seeing his commitment to Dwight and being as though that, like you know, Neca has Cody, Justine has Noel. You know, he really wants to solidify a solid two and i really like in this episode how they really show the pairings of like you know and i'm thinking like well child me pair with morgan didn't help me but i think as the game evolved it really is important to pair yourself with someone and for you to continue to make alliances because then that pair can become four uh but i i really liked uh Jesse and Dwight just and I don't know I didn't see as what y'all saw where you was just saying like oh Dwight reminds me of Bryce a lot however the more I get into Dwight the more I'm like is that my twin are we twins uh but I really like Jesse Jesse is really moving this game and Jesse realizes that he is could be the swing boat and again I think more like uh Dwight as well, because I would, you know, feel like, well, Cody ain't really talk strategy to me at all. So for me, that's like, that's a huge red flag. But then, you know, Jesse, like, that's just Cody. Cody, Cody is Codying. But I love this pair. I got a question. Unless, Jack, you have a take first or can I throw a question to you? Yeah, throw throw a question. Throw a question. I'm thinking about a six person tribe. Does it does it benefit a Jesse to and all of them to to have these pairs or would it benefit a Jesse to kind of like pull from? away from Dwight a little bit and 
really latch on to the the Cody Naneka thing? Well, I think that he is. I think this is why Jesse is playing such a strong game. He keeps breaking it up into pairs, but he is definitely with Cody and NECA. So he is with the majority at this point. And so, again, why I like Jesse so much is that he is actively pulling Dwight in. It's not like, hey, do you want to work with me? He basically is saying, like, what's up? And he's giving Dwight chance after chance after chance. Like, I, like I'm here for Cody. Three hours later, <laughs> yeah. we're having a tribal. Jack? No, I totally agree like, with, with what y'all are saying. I think Jesse's in a really good position. I think it's smart of him, you know, knowing that Dwight doesn't have a vote. He, he really just could pick his side, and then what he does, he goes with Cody and NECA. But at the same time, it's good of him to try to make Dwight feel like he's really a part of it, where it starts to go a little, where it starts to get a little complex and like create a, a gap a bit, is that Dwight really wants to, to run with the girls. So they have a really good duo, I felt like. felt like there was a lot of trust, but just for their personal games, they did view those duos differently. So I think in the next episode, that could be a, a it, it could make the relationship a little more complicated. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Would you agree that even given that Dwight wants to go with the girls, I feel like Jesse handled it amazingly. Like, it could have been like, okay, we can't work with him. Like, time to like pull an audible and do something else like jesse is committed like when he took them island prong vows he meant them yeah, i mean we I, I definitely think we see after tribal that dwight looks a little surprised and confused and i think he even yeah. says like we need to talk about this or something yeah. like that and when you're when your island wife hits you with a we need to talk mm. you know it's gonna be Mm-mm-mm. bad news bad it's news. gonna be a long night <laughs> he's gonna be on the couch we get uh we get Dwight's backstory here. We get to we see that he was like a, a junior junior journalist and he was at the DNC. He's been able to interview these big influential um politicians and that was kind of cool to see and he said that he wasn't skit. You all right, Jack? Okay, thumbs up. Jack's good. <laughs> Jack's Jack had a long night. But yeah, we get to see Dwight's backstory and 
we're getting a lot of people's backstories. And I heard elsewhere that people weren't loving hearing so many backstories or Who said these that? stories of uh, overcoming things or tribulations that happened in people's past. And to that, I say, yeah, there are quite a few people that had to overcome quite a few things on this cast. But there's also just real backstories. Dwight's backstory is, yo, I'm super smart. And at a very young age, I was trying to interview these high political figures. Like, just because we're getting backstories of these people doesn't necessarily mean everything's a sob story. I, I like to see that from this guy. That's a, another non-traditional story. And I and think that's going to show us a lot about how he, as a young player, kind of navigates this game. And hearing people's backstories and what they've gone through, I don't believe that they are taking it into Survivor and being like, this is a sob story. Like, no, this, just everyone has their own situations that they overcome. It's just humanizing them. It, like, okay. they ain't never happy. Okay. But, um, and, but here's another thing. We start to see, again, where Dwight is kind of planting the seed that he doesn't love Cody with Jesse. And it seems like Cody is high on Dwight's like hit list or whatever, vote out list. Whereas the way Jesse sees Cody is like, he's, he's, he's harmless. He's funny. He's a fun loving guy. And mm-hmm. we can live with him. We're, we can work with him. <laughs> living. We just, he just living. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm starting to see, this pair that is Dwight and Jesse, but Dwight is trying to sow these seeds, these negative seeds about Cody and Jesse isn't trying to, he ain't trying to buy it. I don't know if they're negative seeds. I think that Dwight is just going with his instincts and saying like, hey, I was able to talk strategy with Noel and Justine. That's where I'm leaning to. I'm able to talk strategy with you. I, we we don't see a lot of Dwight and NECA, but it is very clear throughout the episode that Dwight and NECA have a good relationship. Uh, mm. But, you know, he is just saying that like, Cody does not talk game to me. So like, if you're not talking game to me, then we ain't talk. Like there's nothing yeah. to, to be talking about but again i think what jesse is trying to convey to him or trying to make him understand is like that's just cody like that's the game that he is playing yeah once you understand that you like cody for me i think at first i would be wary because you know he's not really talking strategy but then he realized if if he's not talking strategy at anyone he's just running around all day like looking for rocks to jump off of and he's like an asset and challenges it's like just keep them and he's an asset and challenge (laughs) yeah and uh (laughs) then it's like, why not just, like, he's not really, and if you're on his good side, he's not going to vote for you. So it's like, what do you have to worry about? Like, Cody's not going to win the game, probably. So it's like, just keep him around and use him in the challenges. Who knows? I didn't know how I how I felt honestly about Cody, like, first episode, but this episode, I definitely am warming up to him. And the fact that his closest ally is NECA, like, makes me be like, all right you coming to the cookout cody cody you coming to the cookout so i just i i like i i the more i know about him yeah he seemed wow he seemed crazy i don't know why he when he talks he reminds me of steve-o from the show jackass oh my gosh but i like cody a lot though the more I, i am seeing of him play i feel like he potentially could be a villain but has a heart so, like, I don't know. He's kind of like a wild. He's chaotic. He's chaotic. chaotic. Yeah. And, and we see, we get to see his backstory later in the episode, which kind of informs us as to why he, why he is living, L-I-V-I-N, why he is 
doing things to the fullest. And that kind of does bring you in and warm you up to this guy that in last episode, we were just like, all right, this crazy guy, we don't know how far he's going to make it, but it's going to be good TV. Now we're seeing, wait a minute, this crazy guy, there's a reason why he acts this way and, and lives this way. We get a, we get a moment where um, Jesse basically says he connects to everyone except for Justine. And that's where we start seeing images of Justine being scared of spiders. Justine telling Cody, oh, you should move the bamboo this way. Uh, my nails are so disgusting. They're just, it's like a little montage of different clips of Justine being a fish out of water in a jungle. Like that's, we're thrown in a, you could probably make this montage of a lot of people, I would say. Yeah. But this is to show us the, oh, Justine isn't, I guess, fully integrating with people or this jungle environment. Then we have a commercial. But then there was also a commercial for the new love boat, Bryce. That, doesn't that look like a good, like a fun show to watch? No. Jack, you have any more tissue? <laughs> After the commercial. All the commercials last night were the same every commercial break. I don't know if y'all noticed that, at least for us. Now you now you paying attention to the commercial, Jack? Oh, yeah, well, I feel like I got demoted from moderator because CBS <laughs> rang you guys up and they're like, hey, when, we need Wen back on the commercials because we need, we need everyone <laughs> to know about this new episode of Young Sheldon that's coming out. <laughs> Followed by a new episode of Ghosts, of Ghosts on, oh my God. on on Big Premiere Thursdays. <laughs> That's the name they came up with, Big Premiere Thursdays. They can't think of anything better. CBS got to stick to the reality shows. Damn. <laughs> it could have been Big Living. <laughs> Big Put living that Thursdays. away, Bryce. Put it away. Oh. Put, thank you. We get Sorry. back to the blue Cocoa Tribe after this wonderful commercial break. Thanks, Jack, for adding into that. Sorry about that. That, that. that had me bothered last I'm, I'm going to be moderating next week, okay? <laughs> and we have, um, it starts with Ryan's kind of teaching them some footwork. I think he's a personal trainer. They're doing something on the beach. Ooh. Um, Ow. Ow. He's not a, he Ooh, doesn't sorry. do massages. Or, are, are you really hurt? Or are you asking for Ryan Ow. to give you I mean, if... <laughs> Whoa. I mean, <laughs> Bryce, did, I'm glad you didn't superimpose your face on Lindsay's body for this one. If Ryan is cracking backs, <laughs> I mean, <sighs> we start hearing about the girls' alliance, Carla, Lindsay, and who else? Cassidy. And Cassidy. Cassidy. Plus, they got a plus one, and his name is James Jones. Yes. And we also get. Um, Carla confess in a confessional saying that Ryan and Gio are getting a, a little close and that's of concern to her. Cause you know, that's a, a pairing out there, even though she's part of this huge alliance. <laughs> um, Gio finds an almond tree, him and Ryan start breaking up this, uh, this almond. And then we get a back Gio's backstory. Mm. Um, he's always known he was gay. He told his parents at the age of 18 and they did not agree with this. And they basically basically said, you need to change or leave the house. And he was forced out. He was homeless. Um, he said that a lot of people in the LGBTQ community have considered suicide. And he said that he's considered that as well. And um, yeah, we get his backstory. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was... 
just amazing to see. And again, I will always go back to uh, our diversity initiative of us having more POC uh, representation. And again, for me, it was very important for me in the meetings to speak up and say that, like, not only do we need, like, you know, more BIPOC, but, you know, intersectionality is a thing. And, you know, we need more diverse stories of the LGBTQ plus uh, community. And I think that Geo's story last night, um, you know, a lot of middle America watch a survivor and there could be a family uh, that is dealing with, you know, their child possibly coming out and it may not go against their, you know, whatever. And I, I hope that hearing Gio's story could maybe open their heart. But again, yes, a lot of families do kick their children out a lot, like their LGBTQ plus, their trans community, the trans children. And a, a lot of them have to turn to sex work. A lot of them have to turn to the streets. A lot of them contemplate suicide. And it's something that's completely avoidable. Um, and I just commend Gio for sharing his story with us, because for me, it was just very powerful. And for me, made me think, to be so blessed that, you know, I grew up in a family that, you know, accepted me, supported and loved me. Um, and but it also makes me think that that's not always the norm. And there are people like Geo's out here that have to raise themselves or to go through so much just for being who they are. And so I just think it's so important to hear stories like this and especially on a show like Survivor. So, again, during that moment, y'all know. I was at a little watch party in Philly and I had to ask Jack for some tissues because my eyes just started just watering. You just <laughs> you, you never know what somebody goes through um, yeah. and you see an amazing bright light like Gio and you just think that he is the happiest person not knowing this past. And like he said, this is the reason why he's out here and he wants to kill the game and play the game and, and live the life that it just for me, it just was touching. And so I just love to see stories like this because it's important. I agree. Um, I, it's great. It's great for them to show these stories on TV for all the people to see this. Um, because I, th I think it, I think in telling different people's stories, it, it just brings people together and opens people's minds. And we didn't always see these stories on TV. And I also huge shout out to Ryan, uh, Ryan basically saying that he feels Gio can be comfortable with him. And that's something that he wants to support. And I just love the dynamic duo of Gio and Ryan. It almost kind of sort of reminded me of like me and you, Wendell, where it's like, you know, you support me. Um, you allow me to be myself. And I think that like allyship is so good. And so to see this allyship between Gio and uh, Ryan, I just think it's so amazing. And again, makes me just. Love me some Ryan even more. I agree. Of course. Then we jump to the Vessi tribe, the Red tribe. Um, we we have a moment when Cody is watching Noelle put her leg on, and he said he said something like, "Is there a hydraulic in it or something?" He said something that at first to me it sounded a little silly, but when I start to think about the the person that is Cody, I think that. He was coming from a good place and trying to relate to Noel. And then we get some of his story where he said he was from a small town in Iowa with 28 kids in his graduating class. In high school, his good friend Devin lost his leg to a tumor and Devin had cancer and ended up passing away. And now Cody is living his life to his fullest in the memory of his friend. And um, he wants to play Survivor as hard and fast as possible. And... I think that's the way he lives his life because at this young age, he saw his friend pass away. That resonated with me because when I was, well, in 2013, one of my best friends passed away from a heart condition 
when he was finally going to get his heart surgery, um, he didn't make it off the table, my buddy Jake Joyce. And um, I think that I live to the fullest. I don't have a living tattoo on my behind or anything like that. But I do think that I do these things in memory of my buddy Jake, who was this awesome, crazy, fun-loving person. And um, my first Survivor audition tape, I might have mentioned it to you guys, Jake filmed me for my audition tape. And then he said, you know what, Wendell, I want you to film me, even though he wasn't even a Survivor fan. So I filmed and we both submitted Survivor tapes way back. And then um, my buddy passed away and I have his birthday tattooed on my arm. So I was able to relate to this guy, Cody. And from that first episode, I was like, "Ah, I don't know about Cody, but this episode, I'm like, wow. I really can relate to this guy now. And it's, it's interesting how you can relate to these different people who like last episode, I was really like, all right, I'm just waiting to see Cody's downfall. And this episode, I'm really like, I freaking like this guy. I want him to come to a watch party. Like I, I want to hang out. I want to live with this. Like let's be living together. You know what I'm living. saying? Like, I, yeah. So it was, uh, that was interesting. Okay. Bryce. I'll shut up. <laughs> you said you want to live. Put that behind the way. <laughs> but yeah, so we heard we heard Cody's backstory, which humanizes him quite a bit and makes us makes him a little more relatable. I also like that interaction with him and Noel. Um, and again, with people in general, when you see something like people have the tendency to stare or like, you know, and I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with asking respectful questions and getting a better understanding for yourself. So I just, again, loved and respected that dialogue so much uh, because I feel like in life, people could use that. You shouldn't be afraid if, if, if questions come from a place of love and respect, I feel like you shouldn't be scared to ask questions. And I think that's good with you and I, Bryce. We we ask each other a lot to kind of learn more. But also when it comes to like different people, if you're trying to, I remember during like the Black Lives Matter movement during 2020, the George Floyd movement and all of that, a lot of my white friends would ask me questions about my experience as a black man from a place of love and a place of them really wanting to understand what I've gone through in my have three plus decades of life um they wanted to know it from from a place of love and i feel like people should be able to ask those kinds of questions respectfully and from the heart and i yeah. think that that's what cody was doing in his own unique way yeah definitely and yeah i just i think the overarching theme for me is what of, of like you know the the, the two-hour premiere and then this 90-minute episode is we're just getting so much more time to really understand these characters get us invested and that's really going to pay off in the long run. Cause you think about an average season, sometimes, you know, it's, it's only an hour premiere or an hour. like most episodes are only an hour and then you're missing out on so much opportunity of, of learning about the people that are out there. And that really has a big impact on how the game is played. It also makes me think of like Erica season, you know, uh, I think some of the criticism about that season was that people just felt like they did not know Erica. And again, imagine if this was their season where we got these stories early on. Uh, Just think of the difference of how much better that it could be. So I think that it's good in two ways. I feel like whoever wins this season, we will be so much more invested. Uh, But will your favorite go home? Oh, it's going to hurt a lot more. So, but again, it just tells like, you know, we're, we're invested. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. It's, I am so unspoiled this season. I, I wasn't last season either. 
I am so unspoiled that every vote out is going to surprise me and seeing different people go and get far. It's it's going to be interesting. Um, we get we jump over to the yellow Baca tribe on day four and we have the junior deputy water boy reporting for duty. We have Owen walking from water <laughs> with this big pot spilling all over himself, talking to himself. It's a it's a cool little fun, funny moment. I think what we did was we would send somebody with a bunch of the water a waters bottles yeah. and they yeah, would come back and fill up the pot. So not carrying a whole pot. But I appreciate uh, Owen in this because I felt like during my tribe, I felt like I tried to do things like this is like, let me get the water. Let me be helpful around camp because, you know, they won't want to vote me out. Uh, but I also feel like um, work out for you. I mean, it didn't work out too well. <laughs> uh, but I also feel like, you know, Owen knows himself. And I think, what did he say? Grimace? Or he used the word that I was like, oh, I don't really know what that means. But I imagine. Yeah, K-Mudgeon. What's a K-Mudgeon, Jack? A, a curmudgeon. Is a curmudgeon. Like, <laughs> it's like kind of like a cranky old person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So, and again, him knowing himself is like, let me take this time to like do something by myself so I can get the curmudgeon out of me. However, uh, I know I'm probably going to jump a tad bit ahead, but I just have to say that I may have identified one of my winner picks. And Don't say Ellie. Ellie is one of my winner picks because let me just say, first of all, I was a little harsh on my girl, but only just because I'm like, girl, we just said you be strong. You go for the girls. What's going on? But I just have to say, her read on people and her reasoning when she gave the rationale between Cody and Owen, or was it Cody or um it was Sammy uh, and Owen, like her children. And the one might have been the younger one, but he's more independent. And then Owen is the older one, but he need more attention. And when I tell you I lost it, when they was at the fire and she came over and was like, maybe we should walk away and, and take some time to breathe. And when she patted him on the head like a mom, I died. Like, but it was in such a loving way, but also a strategic way. Like, I was like, Ellie, girl! Jack, thoughts? Because I have thoughts. Yeah, too. I think I have the same thoughts as you, but that's interesting that you say that, because I know last episode, I think Wendell and I were very high on Ellie, and now, for the exact same reasons you just mentioned, I'm actually not super high on her, Bryce, because I felt like it came across as kind of patronizing. Like, I feel like if, if you view people in the game as your like children, and we also saw her very strategically underestimating the boys saying like, Oh, they're not even strategizing when we see that they're, they are strategizing. I felt like she's kind of underestimating her competition and that's going to come back to, to bite her late down the road. True. Interesting. Like if someone came over and patted me on the head, I don't think I'd be very like, but you're not out it. there, but you're not out there getting front. Like, so I see what you're saying. It looks a little patronizing, but at the same time, sometimes physical touch, like in that essence, can be good. It can be calming. It can be soothing. Like, I don't know. I feel like it might look like that on TV, but I feel like in that moment, what was Owen's response? To me, it looked like he, she says, he, I mean, he was just kind of like, yeah, like I don't, I, he didn't look very appreciative. <laughs> like she patted him on that. She's like, maybe we go take a little break. Oh, and he was like, he's like, 
Yeah, sure. No, <laughs> well, here is what I know for sure. Uh, we need to meet Ellie because my mom needs to meet my dad, Wendell. I think that they would be the perfect people to go on a trip with because uh, Wendell is a dad in every <laughs> sense of the word. So, Jack, we was at a little private, you know, a uh, little watch party. Uh, and, you know, I'm minding my business at the bar, you know, had me two margaritas and Wendell came in. I saw him and then I went to like go look for him to be like, do you want to order? I can't find him. I'm like, where is Wendell? Do you know, Jack? I just look out the corner of my eye. Like, you know how you could see stuff in your, here I go, peripheral? Peripheral? No. Try it again. Peripheral. Try it again. But I'm going to add it to the dictionary. Peripheral. 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 That's the same thing. Say it, Bryce. Peripheral. <laughs> that was weird. Peripheral. Per- peripheral. Peripheral. That just sounds weird. <laughs> it, it's a weird word. Anyway, but, so out but, of my yeah. peripheral, <laughs> I see, like, I'm like, so everybody is just, like, at the bar level, and I can, like, just see out of my peripheral that there is, like, somebody on the step, and I'm like, who is on the step? I look over, Jack. <laughs> this is window recording everybody. No, I was taking a photo. And he was getting frustrated because yeah, he was getting frustrated, as you could tell, because he would look back at his phone and be like, and then, like, uh, trying to, like, uh, wait, can you see me and scroll in so you can see where I'm at in that, uh, like that? You can't see, but I am all I with the hat on over there, probably correctly. taking a picture of me. Right. And that moment, he needed an Ellie to pat him on the bed and say, it's okay, Wendell, the photo's great. <laughs> Bryce, I was taking a photo because you. in this bar, there happened to be, I thought it was something that I never saw before. It was a whole yes. bar full of black people watching Survivor. I thought it was a beautiful moment. So and I so what do what do dads what do dads do on Christmas morning, Jack, when the kids are opening their gifts? You gotta document the moment. <laughs> oh, document God, I hate, the moment. What a, I hate that. two things can be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, um I wanted to mention oh go ahead Jack. Go ahead. I was gonna, I wanted to ask you Wendell what you how you felt about what were your thoughts yes. on that situation yes. were so I I caught Ellie talking about them and comparing them like that they they were her children and again we we were high on Ellie last week and I was like wow I see I see Michelle Fitzgerald like I see someone that can that can do this thing that can play this game but then I started thinking this episode I'm like man she she's starting high um and if we think about 41 we saw Shan start high and I was like, I thought Shan was going to win season 41. And then she flamed out kind of like past the merge. So another way that I'm seeing Ellie is, all right, she's going to be really visible and one of those characters. And there's a possibility that like post merge, she flames out, which I, I don't want to see because she just looks like an awesome character that can really play this game. Yeah. yeah. I'm liking what I've seen so far. She definitely has some, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. I think she's definitely a, a strong game player. But at the same time, I, I, I do see the Shan comparison where she's on a tribe where there might be some not super strategic people. Like, they both have control of their tribe pre-merge, and then they get to the merge, and they're comfortable with trying to make all those moves because in a, in a small tribe, that's a little easier. And then you get to the merge, and there's 10 other people, and there's some other game players out there that catch on to you, and then that, that, that kind of makes you flame out. Yeah. So that's um that's my take. Excited to see where where Ellie's game goes for sure. Uh, she's going to be someone to watch. Um, and again, 
I still she can she can win it. She can for sure. But we'll see. And I also question would they edit her to where we're saying she could win it right now and her go on to actually win the game. Like I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Have you okay. seen Bob Crowley season? I haven't. I mean, Bob Crowley was the clear favorite from the get-go. Mm. Are you okay. serious? Yeah. I mean, have you not Maybe seen... The, have you not... Like, he wasn't the clear favorite. No, 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 no. Bob Crowley was like the lovable, sensible, hooky guy from the get-go. And it was just like, oh, like... And he always was like, I'm the oldest guy out there. Like, no, there was always a sense of like, okay, Bob... You know Jack, what? I love him. I love Jack. Bob, but <laughs> that season you're not watching and being like, Bob Crowley is a, a mastermind in no. this game. He's gonna win. <laughs> like, no, Bob I'm was not. just a random person. Okay. Like, you know what, Jack? I mean, I'm, you had like, I'm you had like you Marcus, <laughs> you had like Marcus, Charlie, Maddie. Jack, I'm starting to see you in my peripheral. <laughs> Well, Bob was in the peripheral for most of that season. <laughs> so the final okay, three. whatever. I, Even at the final three, I mean, you, you didn't know, know what, if I was going to win or not. You know what? I, I love the I love to support Bob. I'm <laughs> glad you brought him up because yeah, he's he was the man. We were with him in South Africa, but and I'm not. That's not even me saying anything bad about his game. It's just he was not, you know, the clear favorite. <laughs> from the, it wasn't episode two, and Bob did like a math problem. You're like. That seventy, that sixty year old is gonna win this game. It was game. the bow ties. It was the bow ties in episode one that people fell in love with. But whatever, Jack. <laughs> okay, get me together. Okay. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power. Loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Then we get into our challenge. In this challenge, <laughs> the teams, the tribes must run and in, dive into the water, climb up into a uh, cage, grab this 400-pound snake, maneuver it out of the cage, onto the beach, onto a platform, grab some little discs out of there, figure out some kind of uh, unlocking mechanism, and then complete a puzzle at the end. Now, and this is for fishing gear for the first tribe and less fishing gear for the second tribe and tribal council for the third tribe. Bryce, can you pull up that um, image one more time for me, please? This one? This image. <laughs> when I look at this image, I, wanna, I, wanna, I want us to get into our boy James Jones on this one. When I look at James, because I saw this on his Instagram, you got everyone jumping in. What is he waiting for? <laughs> what are you waiting for? And on, on the episode, you see James is sitting back, and you watch him take a deep breath, 
And then you watch him here, and it doesn't show him jump in, I don't think. But when I look at his face, I see somebody that's like, all right, I'm a little intimidated by this, but I see a lot of determination. <laughs> but, but he is waiting for everyone else. He is waiting. He's like, y'all ain't going to see me. You ever see, uh, I think it's Scream or Scary Movie, where she's like, what are you waiting for? Come get me. Jay's was like, if I'm not the first person in the water, they won't know. But listen, I think that I'm so happy that you pointed this out, Wendell, because I think during this challenge, there was a common James Jones theme, and we will have to continue to touch on it as the challenge goes on. Okay. So, yeah, they, they all jump in. They get into this cage. And in Survivor, and I heard, I think I heard Tyson talking about it on his pod with, I think Johnny Bananas joined him on his Survivor pod last week. I think, I don't know. Maybe I just listened to all these podcasts. I don't know. But Tyson was mentioning how heavy the Survivor puzzle pieces and things are compared to the challenge ones. And he's right. Like, these things are super heavy. So when Jeff said that that snake was 400 pounds... Mm. That's the real monster. <laughs> okay. My inside. <laughs> so. Flag of the play. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that a 400 pound snake, very long. And mm. we're, wa- <laughs> we're watching these people try to get it up. Oh. <laughs> Throw the flag. And out of the box. (laughs) And that was... (laughs) People people were riding it. Oh! (laughs) James was the ladder again at one point. But listen, uh, I tried to learn my lesson from last season. Okay? But when the spirit calls you, be careful. And the spirit calls you when you oh, see no. Cody on that oh, snake. No. We're gonna have to do damage control. And you see Ryan on that snake, baby. Call the me the bitch. I'm the snake this season. <laughs> <laughs> I am the snake. <laughs> oh my god. I'm the red snake <laughs> and I'm the blue snake. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, do you see that? Yeah, you just saw it. Okay. I'm the snake. For those that are listening, you should be watching because Bryce has imposed his head on this snake. (laughs) This is terrible. Listen. but don't go with nobody's comments. Listen, we don't. Don't We don't want none of that smoke. Uh, Don't say go. Don't go and yeah. But listen, just know. Bryce, <laughs> you're not the yellow snake? I'm not. Well, you don't want. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a snake, okay? Okay. So, um, so, okay. They have to get the snake over. After they get the snakes over, um, they've got to drag it to the water, okay? Now, through the water and on the little snake pad. Yes. James. Get into it. James, Leroy. Antoine. Antoine. Aloysius. Aloysius Iverson Jones. Okay? First of all, in this moment, what is James doing? Like, the snake is gone. Like, why, like <laughs> did you just get here, James? <laughs> like, Ryan did carry the snake by himself. 
<laughs> James finally decided to jump off. Now he has joined the party. But I need for y'all to hold on to... Uh, need for you to hold on to yourself and listen. And if you are not at the Bryce Isaiah YouTube page, you need to get over here right oh, now. Okay. James Jones. James Tiddle. You didn't lift the snake. The nope. snake is gone. So can somebody... <laughs> Can somebody please explain to me how James got in this position? (laughs) (laughs) What? He could have just climbed down the regular way. How is he horizontal? He's falling. He's falling. (laughs) What difficult. The snake is in the water, James. Uh, The snake is almost on the beach already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this made this flop. The snake is giving him some vicious side eye in this picture too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's the snake's like really James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, for real. I'm, That's I'm what you gonna do? <laughs> I'm 400 pounds and y'all pushing me, and you gonna be up there like that? <laughs> James, they need you. <laughs> James. You're what one of the I, big strong guys. Oh my goodness. How do you go from this to this? Yeah, that first picture, he looks pretty like pretty yoked. Even though he's nowhere near the snake, he does look like athletic in this. Yeah. Look at his arms. Yeah, his arms are eyes. Like James is out there. And then the next one. (laughs) Oh my God. But okay. James Jones. James Jones. After they had to put it on the thing, they had to drag the snake. And then this is when I was like, okay, maybe Dwight and I really are twins. <laughs> He's like, uh... <laughs> Am I supposed to pull here? Yeah. Y'all want me to do what? <laughs> I got out. Like, I got out first. <laughs> okay. And also, what is... Is Cody wrestling the snake? Like <laughs> Cody's like, you're not out here living. You gotta live. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And then they bring it, they put it on the snake platform. They they take the discs or the, the things out of it. Mm-hmm. And, and um create the puzzles. Now while they're creating the puzzles, the yellow team is in the lead. Coco is in second, and the red team is uh, in last place. Now, normally, Jack, when if I were putting the puzzle together, right, mm-hmm. and you and Wendell are behind me, like y'all, like what would you guys be doing while I'm putting the puzzle together? Help, trying to help you from from the, the stands, I, yeah, saying like, oh, that piece might go over there. <laughs> Who is James Jones talking to? <laughs> oh, James Jones is out here helping the other tribe. Oh, James is talking that trash. He's this like, is a great photo. <laughs> Lindsay, my girl Lindsay, and uh, who is this? Lindsay and Cassidy, Cassidy is out here figuring this out on their own. And James is over here. You missed the spot to the yellow tribe. James helped yellow win. Right. Okay. <laughs> James thought he was shallow. He got a little disoriented <laughs> from falling down. <laughs> the slide and the yellow tribe wins. Uh, all thanks gr- to James. All thanks to James. Um, <laughs> and again, I felt like, you know, uh, you know, good for the yellow tribe uh, for them to win. 
made me a little sad because it means uh, the Red Tribe was going to Tribal Council. Uh, the Yellow Tribe came in first, Coco came in second, and the Red Tribe was sent to Tribal Council. And I, uh, I just thought it was funny because Jeff was like, how many steps before y'all start? game like I first of all Jeff if you just want a live tribal council just say that I think Jeff has like likes the live tribal council because he was trying Jeff was stir 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 stirring the pot he was stir 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 stirring the pot pot. how many steps before you stir 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 the pot stir stir the pot pot. (laughs) so are we at tribal council now Bryce no we're back at camp (laughs) okay okay and on the after after losing, we get a, a I think a Noel confessional saying Neca isn't really good at a lot of things, so she's got to go. Then we get this wonderful commercial break. We I'm have a for. leaf filter commercial, and that really resonated with me, Bryce, because I need to get my gutters cleaned. I probably <laughs> need new gutters, and I think there's like there's like a uh, like a weed growing out of one oh. of my gutters. On the back side of the house. You sure it's not a snake? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a weed. Are you going to get on a ladder and get it? <laughs> I would. Okay. Next time you come over. I think and... Wendell is CBS's target audience with these. <laughs> <Right. kids. laughs> Dads. He's like, Dad. he's like, I got a, I got a leaf blower and a new episode of Young Sheldon. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Young Sheldon. Living. All right. Watch well, it. <laughs> well, I do like the show Ghost. Buying. I need to watch the second season of Ghosts. Um, it's an interesting show. Then we get back in the Red Tribe. Um, we have. Cody talking to Jesse. He said NECA was atrocious today, but we're not going to let her go because she's in our alliance. And this is when my affection for Cody grew even more. Dram- even more. Because the fact that he was holding our queen NECA down, even though she dropped the ball on the challenge, the fact that he like, she's one of us and we have to do whatever we need to do. To save her, I was like, okay, Cody, you trying to be, you, Cody just want to be the freakiest freak. Cody trying (laughs) to get that Zaddy calendar invitation, but I was really nervous going into this because I'm like, oh God, NECA is on the chopping block. Then I got also really, really nervous uh, for my twin Dwight because I know that he currently was not necessarily going with the way that Cody wanted to go, uh, but yeah, just or uh, Jesse wanted to go, but just the fact that Cody was like, "I'm ride or die," I was like, "Oh, yep." I also find it funny, like during this conversation uh, when they start, because I'm like, "Oh God, if it's not Neca, who's it going to be?" And then they start, you know, they illuminate to it being Justine, and you know, Jesse again is like, "You know, I just can't. Tr- she's a salesperson. You know, I just can't trust her." Like, you know, and then in my mind, I'm thinking like. Hi, my name's Cody. I'm a salesman. <laughs> like, I just think it's funny. And I can't wait to find out, like, what Jesse thinks when he finds out that uh, he is a salesman. But this is, like, the one thing that I hate that people do. Now, mind you, I, I respect the game that Jesse is playing. But I hate, because I felt like something like this was used against me. Um, 
I felt like when I was on Kagiyan and I was working, I thought I was working with LJ and Jeremiah, you know, after we got the fire together, uh, the girls went off and LJ was like, yeah, the girls seem like they're pretty close with you. So like, you know, if you hear anything, like bring it back to us so that like, we'll know. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then it's like, did they offer you the same grace? Well, they did not. But outside of the game, uh, you know, because I told you, whenever I'm around Jeremiah and LJ and I have a little little alcoholic beverage, you know, I always like cuss them out. And LJ's like, yeah, and that moment, like, you know, I couldn't trust you. What you mean you couldn't trust me? You asked me to do something and I said that I would do it. So I just say that where it was a little triggering for me when like uh, Jesse was saying that he couldn't trust Justine because she was saying like, you know, oh, I'm a good liar. I can help with this. Like, but it, like, if yeah. you was work, if you were working with her, those would be attributes that you would like want into. Like, I don't know. I just feel like pick a side. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jack. Yeah. No, I know, Jack Rosen. <laughs> no, I, I know what you mean. Like, obviously, it was probably not the smartest thing for Justine to say. But you're not. You're gonna. You're not gonna tell someone you don't want to work with that you're a good liar. Like, it means it's a sign that she wants to work with you. But when yeah. she came up later and she told him, she was like, "Oh, I don't like all the way, all the way trust you. Like, are we actually good?" That was also like, like your read is not wrong, but you don't want to say that to people you're trying to vote with. You want to act like you're completely confident that you're working together. Right. Yeah. We get a, a moment when um, NECA walks up to Noelle and Cody and she's like, what y'all up to? And then Noelle's like, uh, we're talking about losing and the stupid other tribe is probably eating, eating fish tonight or something. And I'm like, uh, she was probably talking about you. And yeah. that's that. But then they flashed over to the yellow Baca tribe right after that. And they're like celebrating their hype that they won. And they send, uh, well, Gabler does go out with the Hawaiian sling and they're, they're joking, thinking that like, cause he has spearfished, but not with a Hawaiian sling. How do you work this thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you work it. Okay. You hook it on your thumb. You pull it back and you hold it. And when you release, it fires. But, but also at this moment, we get a we get Ellie talking about growing up with dyslexia and being told that she was dumb and feeling less than by like teachers and classmates and having these I'm not smart enough feelings or I'm not good enough feelings. But she got out on Survivor and she beasted that puzzle. And that was something that really built her up. And um, another real story that uh, that people can relate to. Yes. I will say it was funny. I noticed in that sort of se sequence about Ellie, um, they like edited it weird. So it was kind of like she said like, and people like, you know, back when thought that I was like less than or that I wasn't smart. And then she said to talk about the challenge. She was like, but in the challenge today, like, I proved it. And I, but I thought like her wording, it, was, it sounded like she was saying like she proved that she wasn't smart. <laughs> And I was like, obviously, she proved that she was very capable, but right. like her wording or the way she worded it was kind of like pretty funny. Right. But well, whatever. she proved to us. Yeah. She proved to <laughs> us that she's been proving that she's deserves to be out yeah. there and she can she can shine out there. And she's clearly and she's very, very smart and a solid player. Yeah. More than capable. Yeah. Yes. Then we go back over to the Red Tribe. And if Jesse ain't trying to win my heart over enough this episode, he pulls Dwight over to the side and really wants to talk strategy with him because he knows that Dwight is with the girls and uh, wants to not necessarily go the way that they are going. And... Mm -hmm. 
you know. Uh, he talks about the pineapple zone. He talks about the pineapple zone. And that was like something that's like something near and dear to my heart. Just like me and my wife at home, when we say the pineapple zone, it means that we could talk open and freely mm. about anything. And I was like, oh my God, Wendell, does that sound familiar to anybody that you know? It sounds familiar for two reasons. And first we'll talk about the serious one, which is that Bryce's sharing is caring table. All right. When Bryce has something that is important that he needs to share with me that in other circumstances I might not receive the best, he opens up what he calls, or not just me, with people, he opens up the sharing is caring table. And that tips me off to understand that I need to check my reactions and understand how I should receive this information and be open to this information. And one time that he opened up the sharing his caring table. <laughs> we were at Adelina's restaurant in Philadelphia with Joey. And I thought we were, we had a good conversation, but I might've uh, not received it how I should have received it. And that ended up with Bryce walking home down the hill. <laughs> Despite us pulling up on him saying, Bryce, get in the car. And he said, no. And Joey said, <laughs> I thought he was going to ask me one more time. I was going to get in. No. So that's, is, is that what you were going for? Yes. No, for sure. Like, I, I just love the sharing the caring table. And I love the fact that Jesse does this. And again, I feel like it's just great modeling. Uh, there are times that people don't want to have conversations. You're scared of the reaction. I think that with any group of your friends, your family, your partner, your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, you should have something like this where it's like, if I say this word, it means that this just allows me the floor and that you can't judge me. You can't have an attitude. And like, I need you to, to hear me. I need you to hear me. And I, I, you know, I can't get the image of Bryce walking down the hill. Like <laughs> I, I am, I'm imagining him like eight, like hair, like pulled down, like looking at the, like, like angsty <laughs> teen. He's like kicking a rock down the street. And, and you guys will have, you're like, you'll get in the car. He's like, no dad, I'm walking home. <laughs> <laughs> and then dad goes, you're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I, I wanted you. No. Yeah. And this shows me, like you said, Bryce, this shows me another thing about Jesse. Mm -hmm. This this person who had a past, a real past, man, I'll tell you. And for him to come so far to where he's this good at communicating and, yeah. and does things like open up the pineapple space or the sharing his caring table, it shows so much about him to me. But the yeah. other thing about this whole, um, what's it called? The pineapple zone? The pineapple yeah. zone. That sounds Bryce. like a strand of, strand of weed. Yeah, <laughs> and that too. Bryce has informed me about this pineapple zone as well. No, I. what you talk about on the cruise? he said that if you um, do certain, if you have certain pineapple imagery, whether you're on a cruise or, or elsewhere, no, it means certain oh. things. No, that's if you're on a cruise and you hang an upside down pineapple above your dough. I seen that online and I said that the word I thought it was funny. What does it mean, Bryce? It means swing on it. <laughs> Bryce said if you walk around with a pineapple shirt. Oh, oh he said true. if you got a pineapple on your door upside down. He said pineapples mean that y'all are down for the swing. It's not living, it's swinging. <laughs> S-W-I-N-G-I-N. Cody's got that on his other ass. Cheek. Yeah, he hasn't shown us the left cheek yet. Maybe we need to ask Gavin about oh, the oh, pineapple. Gavin is 
locked in the pineapple goat. That's what we we need to send them to Gavin's page. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, but uh, yeah. So the pineapple zone is something uh that Jesse uses with his wife. He introduced it to Dwight, and I think that that's I think that's really cool, especially on Survivor. You're you're bringing some of the you from back home. It's a way of connecting with someone, and it's a way of like double doubling down. Like, look, this is what me and my wife share when we're like, we gotta, I gotta keep it funky with you. So out here on this island, you're my guy. When I say this, that means, hey, this is an open, free communication space. I like that, and it's also smart strategically because you could say that it's the pineapple zone, and you could, you could, we could talk about whatever you want. Like, you could say anything, and you might lure someone into being like, oh, well, we're in the pineapple zone. Like, <laughs> I really want to get this person out, and then you could yeah. get that information that you might not, they might not be uh, comfortable to share otherwise. And it was yeah. smart too, because Jesse, I felt like said we're in the pineapple zone and he kicked things off by saying like you know i'm worried about justine for example and that's going to make dwight feel comfortable to be a little bit more honest with where his head's at yeah yep and then fast forward and uh justine goes home jesse knows jesse jesse did it and his pineapple partner looks at him like yo well but I, i also feel like in the pineapple zone uh, Jesse explained to him where he stood, and I feel like Dwight still kind of sort of doubled down. So, I, in that essence, Jesse is still going to do what he has to do, and because Dwight does not have a vote, and the way the votes may be split up, it mm. really is causing a problem. Mm. And, again, say what you want, but, you know, sometimes in Survivor, when you need an idol or you need something to something, uh, it magically appears. But Cody gets the beware uh bracelet and like i said before that idol that gabla got last week that ain't no idol that's a a brace eye a bracelet and an idol like okay survivor a bracelet and an idol um and cody gets the beware challenge i also thought it was so interesting because he's like yeah i know in season 41 and 42 they did the beware and i was curious to see what's going to come back and now it's back and so child the beware i now I like this. I'm curious to know what you think of the the Beware Idol Jack, but Cody has to get beads from every one of his tribe members' bags uh, and just collect them. Uh, and that will give him an idol. Do we know, though, is the idol like Gabler's only good for two votes? I think it's a full-on idol. A full-on yeah. idol. And if he does not collect the beads, he does not have a vote. And I was like, oh my God. If Dwight and Cody don't have a vote, like, what would Jesse have to do in that? Like, because essentially he'd be voted with NECA. Like, they would have to, like, I was worried because in that situation, it might be Cody going home. Or, like, NECA, because, like, Jesse ultimately would have to, like, vote with the girls or they would have to go to Rocks. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, just, I like like this beware advantage because it puts the the ball in your own court like Uh-oh. you well um like in the past seasons we see you have to have like secret phrases for example and you know y- you might get the beware advantage first and through no faults of your own you have you might lose your vote for four tribals and now it's like there's a it's a task that's difficult it's a task that's going to be entertaining to watch and it's something you could do you know within 10 minutes if you really need your vote back and so I like that it, it gives like power to the player rather than having to like randomly wait around. Um, granted, Cody, I assume he could have done this, should have just stashed the beware advantage back and come back after tribal and open it up, assuming that he might lose his vote. 
and doesn't want to lose his vote three hours before tribal. Like it, mm. it definitely put a, a, a huge time crunch on him having to get this done. Cody said when he opened, when he opened it, he said something to the tune of like, I didn't even look at the boat. Be- beware. Cause I'm living L I V I N. Okay. So, and, you know, he was already wearing this hat. Like, so how perfect was this? They come up with this idea for everyone. Like, he wants to, like, add the beads and make his hat look popping. Um, and so surprisingly, you know, first of all, I love my girl NECA. But I also thought NECA was like, Odin, you Odin, Dwight, you should give Cody your beads. <laughs> and like, Dwight's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, but then ultimately he gives it up. But I was dying because. My girl Noel was like, "Listen, I made a bracelet out this this John. Iced out. You ain't getting yeah. it back, okay? Right. Uh, they really wanted her to give up her bracelet, and it was just so crazy because, and the episode ends, and we don't know. We get the tribal, and I'm all looking at the screen like, does she have her bracelet on? Does she not have her bracelet on? But I couldn't help but to think when they were asking for her bracelet." It was definitely giving me Angelina, Angelina, Angelina vibes. Your, your jacket? Oh, well. <laughs> Can I have your bracelet? Oh, I need to. I'm taking a picture of this, you idiot. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think they played it the right way. I mean, honestly, we we ultimately see that he got it, uh, but we do see Noel's wearing the bracelet at Tribal, so it's kind of like a, a it throws you for a little loop. But I think you, he really could have just been like, hey, can I borrow it for Tribal just to complete the look? And then I'll give it back to you right after. And I think right. that's probably what he did. Because at first when I was watching it, I'm like, well, you're not going to use it. You're safe. So what is the the big rush? But then I realized, like, oh, he would lose his vote. Yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to uh, just talk real quick. Um on the challenge breakdown on the Window Highland YouTube page, you know, we always get on TJ. And I just felt like this was a prime example to show TJ what an outfit is. Now, you know, I like, I just felt like is Jeff Probst zaddying out here? Like, I don't know, like he got the little pants on that fit just right, a little button up. The collar isn't collared out. The buttons are where they supposed to be. No pockets like this. I just was like, okay, Jeffrey. Jeff got his look together. He's been he's been uh, perfecting the look for 22 years now, yeah. and uh, I think he's got a good system. He doesn't really stray from the, the khaki and the blue shirt. Oh, he's got the Adidas on. That's okay, he's got the Adidas. Oh yeah, the, the stripes. Yeah, Jeff. Don't tell Kanye. Okay. Nice fitted, <laughs> nice fitted pants. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff's doing it. Hey, Jeffrey. Jeff looks like he's showing up to my fraternity for Rush. (laughs) (laughs) Was he at the party last night? I think so. I think he wants a bid. (laughs) I had a question when we get off of the, uh, when we get off of Jeff's outfit though. Okay. What's up? Regarding Cody's beware advantage. Did you guys note at any point where he said to his allies, this turns into an idol when, or was it, oh my gosh, I don't have a vote. I just need my vote back. Funny that you say that because I don't remember hearing the idol. I just remember him using the I would lose my vote. And I was like, is Cody out here a play? Is Cody living? Living. Because oh, no, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried to catch it. And I didn't see him saying the full story. Just, oh, my gosh, I lose my vote. 
But, you know, Survivor over the last couple of seasons has been really good at, like, cutting cutting stuff out purposely so that we don't see it. But, no, I, I thought the same thing because I was just like, he only talked about losing his vote. Uh, and, well, what about the idol? Mm-hmm. And, again, is... I know Jeff, Jesse seems to think that him and Cody are tight. And Jesse's like, I don't know how tight him and NECA are. But dare I say Cody and NECA are extremely tight. And this might be a stretch. I don't know. But I do see there are some similarities in NECA and Sari. Because I feel like Sari worked heavily on relationship building and mm-hmm. trust she wasn't that physical and we see in this challenge NECA didn't do that great okay but due to the fact that she had built this relationship with Cody like Cody held her down mm-hmm. so I was like do I see a little bit of like my girl uh, Sari and my girl NECA but anyway we, we get back to tribal and uh, make me a little sad yeah, we're in tribal, and Justine mentions that they're they're in the twos. She mentions that she hasn't talked game with Cody. Um, Dwight and Jesse have a moment where Dwight's like, "Are we together?" Jesse gets on one knee. Looks like they're together. Are they? <laughs> and also rewind. There was a point when. Dwight was like, Jesse, I don't have a vote. And Jesse was like, you got a vote. My vote's your vote. Mm, Three hours later. (laughs) And yes, the votes. We get to the votes. Do we have anything more from Tribal? No. We get to the votes. Justine, NECA, Cody, Justine. Flashback to Cody getting his beads. And it actually didn't look like it was that difficult. Bryce, when we were watching, did I run up to you and say, there's going to be a flashback of this fool actually you getting did. up? Yeah, because I, I, I breath smelled like garlic, garlic Parmesan wings that wasn't like the, the greatest, but yeah, you did. Well, after the flashback, we got another vote for Justine and Justine is out of here. Jack? I mean, I, I had a little crush on Justine, not going to lie. <laughs> but here's what I will She's say. I, I didn't say I acted on it. <laughs> uh, I'm just crushing. C- C-R-U-S-H-Y-N. <laughs> hey, let uh, me see your butt, Jack. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, 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 um, the, the interesting thing is, though, it didn't actually matter that Cody had his vote because it would have been two to one to one because Justine voted for Cody. And now I wonder if Jesse might have gotten her to split her. Why, do, my, why does my hair look like this? Sorry. I wonder if Jesse might have gotten her to split her vote just in case Cody didn't get his vote back, which I think would be really smart. And I guess because it didn't matter, we might not, we might not really find that out. But I would love to see how, why Justine voted for Cody because it didn't really make sense to me. Because at first I thought maybe, you know, they think if, if, Dwight, and, um, if Dwight and Jesse are with us, we split the vote. If they're not with us, it doesn't matter anyways. But then Dwight doesn't even have his vote, and they know that. So there's no point in splitting the vote. So I don't really know why Justine would have voted for Cody. Uh, but who it did, is interesting that it wouldn't have mattered, I guess. Who did Justine think they were voting for? NECA? I think she assumed NECA was going home, but she put a vote on Cody for some... Now, maybe it's like in case an idol gets played, then there's a vote on Cody, but... I think that's what it was. And so if if she assumes that everyone's voting for NECA, 
then she's going to protect in the event that there is an idol played by throwing one on Cody, I think. Right. Yeah. But I wonder if Jesse maybe persuaded her to do that, given the fact that, you know, mm. like Cody might not have yeah. had his vote and he mm-hmm. did, he wasn't sure. Just in case and, there was something funny. And I do think, I mean, I get why she did that. But at the same time, it's a balance because in this day and age of Survivor, there's a lot of times like we see people losing their vote. And so when you know that there might be two votes missing on your tribe, you might, you might just want to vote with your closest ally just in case you can make a tie happen rather than that's true planning for the idol. But there's a lot, lot to weigh out in, uh, when you're you know, strategizing that, that vote split. Right. Yeah. right after this, we get Dwight looking at Jesse saying, you did it. Jesse saying, sorry. Dwight saying, we'll talk later. <sighs> well, we're going to talk later. Uh, and that just made me nervous because it's like, I don't want Dwight to join my third boot club and I don't want him to do something like, you know, I don't know how this will play out. Uh, but either way, I am still loving Jesse, still loving Dwight, still loving Ryan. And season 34 is definitely out here. Living, living this best life and I am always glad to be able to come with the Survivor News with my baby boys Wendell and Jack and break it all the way down this time next week Bryce and Wim Presents will be in H-Town okay Ooh. kicking it and watching Survivor with hopefully you tickets are available if you want to click the link in Wendell's Instagram bio my Instagram bio or head over to the Bryce and Wim Present page and bless your life uh it's always fun and we will be back next week it's the survivor living (laughs) and that is going to conclude your survivor news for season 34 episode two if you could be so kind to ensure that you head over to youtube and type in bryce isaiah make sure you are subscribed and following along give this video a thumbs up and get in the comments and let us know what you think and as always for every purple pants podcast make sure you are subscribed to the purple pants podcast we are available on apple Podcasts, spotify google play wherever it is that you can find podcasts the purple pants podcast awaits for you to subscribe write a review and give your baby boy some five stars and don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend can i have your beats because it's a it's a it's a it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's the purple pants podcast you better get your headphones and listen up quick it's the purple pants podcast you better listen in public might make your stomach hurt it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to unwind you better get that box wine it's the purple pants podcast you're trying to get your snack you better hurry right back though it's the purple pants it's the purple pants it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash life's gotten mundane so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land you know what they say your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.